Today, we are going to be talking about what we refer to as the court case. Mm. And that is when you and your partner or your child or your teammate are taking each other and just going at it against each other Mm. as if the two of you are lawyers trying to prove that one of you is right and one of you is wrong. Mm. We're going to dive into the damage that was created in the first 30 years Mm. of Dr. Glenn and Phyllis's relationship because of the courtroom that is now still present today and how you can stop that from happening and the sooner the better. So that is where we are headed today and welcome to the Connection Codes podcast. This is the podcast where we break open our emotions to take us from being disconnected to connected in our relationships and in ourselves. I am your host, Tara Wages, and joining me is a marriage and family therapist, clinical sexologist, Dr. Glenn Hill, and his incredible wife, Phyllis, and together they have founded the Connection Codes which is the guide to human connection. And we're so glad you're here. Hello, world. Hi, friends. Wow, the weather here Mm. is amazing. I hope it is where you are. Spring is all around us. Matter of fact, today, Glenn and I were driving and we were saying green. We live in an area Mm. where the green, all the different shades, but green is everywhere right now here in Rural Tennessee, I guess you would say, mm. and it's beautiful. Just mm. driving from our mm. house over to Tira's, where the studio is, ah, oh, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, green is everywhere. Yeah. So, hello, nice. welcome. Glad you are here, for sure. And you know, we were talking today, just kind of trying to wrap our our minds around what we're doing and the direction mm. we're going in, and kind of came back around to the court case, like. The idea, and I know we lived there for so long, Mm. just wanting to figure out who's right and who is wrong Mm. and felt like that was the answer. Like, like that's Mm. how you, that's just marriage. You're Mm. always trying to figure out who's right, who's wrong. And after many decades of that, no, that is not what's happening because we experience life so differently. And we were just talking about this this week that when Glenn and I are Mm. out walking, he notices all the cracks, which is a pain experience for him. It's, mm. it's, a, it's a fear experience for him. I don't notice cracks. And so we are walking beside each other, and then Glenn will veer off. <laughs> and mm. All of a sudden, I notice he's way over there. And then I'll look down, because then mm. at this point, I do know what's happening when, I, when he goes way over there. Mm. But it's like, wow, we are in the same moment experiencing life very differently. And that happens so often in our marriages where we don't realize the other person's experience can be very different than our own experience. Yeah, and and I, I would say that I mean, we said in a lot of uh, sessions with couples together, I think it's probably not 100%, but dang near, it's way up in the 90%. Of couples, when they come in our first session together, they're all about the court case. You know, right. she's trying to prove that her point is correct and that he's wrong, and he, you know, it's vice versa. He's trying to do the same thing. And I, I'd, I'd be curious about that. I don't know if we've ever sat with a couple the first time mm. they sat together where they were just present with each other and, uh, you know, be, being safe. Mm. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. And, you know, even a, a term that I think, uh, it, and I love it because I think you kind of came up with the idea of who's winning right. yeah. because I, f- I feel like I'm always mm. losing. 
And we hear that with couples, like, yeah. I've, or even the statement, I feel like I'm always wrong. Mm. And I know that for many years, that's definitely how I felt. And I would mm. verbalize that, like, mm. it's always me. And, and I, even this week we were talking about something and I think I expressed to you that I had missed it with you. Mm. And, and then I mentioned the guilt and the shame with that. And it kind of goes back though, I think for me emotionally, that idea of I'm always, it's always me. Mm. It's always, um, you know, I'm always the one. And cause you were saying that even with the guilt, there's not joy, like the guilt is the messenger. Like, mm. oh, I missed it. I could have done that better. So then the the guilt is the messenger, which in a sense should lead to joy that, oh, I can do this better next mm. time. But I often don't get to the joy. Mm. And I think it's mm. that idea of feeling that, oh, I'm always, I'm always the one mm. that's wrong or I'm always losing. Mm. But even speak to that because uh, I love the way you go further down that road when someone says, well, I'm always losing in mm. this fight. Yeah, and the side note about that is most couples that we see, both of them are saying that. Both of them have the same experience. Uh, you know, I'm always wrong, she's right, and she's saying I'm always wrong, he thinks he's right. Mm. So it's, And that's what has stood out to us over the years, like, wait, you <laughs> You both experience that the other one's saying, mm-hmm. you're wrong, I'm right, and they're, they're both experiencing that. Uh, so, but, you know, our goal, I mean, and I'm convinced that the, the point of the core emotions is to help us become the best version of ourselves, to take care of us, to guide us, direct us, protect us, and help us to connect. Uh, and, and that's the whole joy piece, the joy angle. It's like, oh, well, okay, if I, if I can shift this behavior that's so detrimental for you, so detrimental for us, then we will live better uh, together, and I won't bring you nearly as much pain as I did yesterday, last week, uh, last year. And so life just gets uh, better. I think a part of it for me is that we put so much weight on the misses. It's like whenever we miss with our partner, we miss in life, we just put so much weight on that moment Mm -hmm. as if we're not allowed to miss. Mm. You know, we're not human. We're supposed to function as robots. So if we miss, Mm. it just weighs a ton. And so one, we are beating ourselves up Mm. in that. And then two, we are feeling attacked, whether our partner is actually attacking us or not. But now they are treating us Mm. as if they have never missed. Mm. And then that's where it turns into a war. It's like neither of us are winning at all we're we're constantly going to lose with each other if we don't give our each other space to miss and i think i mentioned this on a recent episode a realization that i had was that wes's intentions are to literally never hurt me Mm. never he does it is not his goal to hurt Mm. me does that mean he hurts me though at times Mm. yeah he's hurt me but if i can realize and hear him out when he misses instead of putting him up on the courtroom and mm. nailing into him every single thing that he has done wrong, then it gives him not only space to be a human, but it gives me space to be a human because I'm probably going to miss tomorrow, mm. you know? And yeah, so absolutely. when we can process that guilt of when we miss and let that mm. guilt weigh about a pound to two mm. pounds 
versus that guilt weighing 500 pounds in our relationship, it gives us both the freedom and the space to hear each other out and space to be a human and know mm. that we love each other. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and I think in so many of our communities, and certainly faith-based, but otherwise as well, that there's such a push, such a resistance to guilt, to shame, to pain, to fear, whatever. And the more, and I don't even quite mean this the way it sounds, but the more that we lighten the the view of the experience that I felt guilt, dang, I missed on that. Shoot, that, that was a, a big miss. And then we're just rolling on, and we literally process it in six seconds, eight seconds. Uh, and, you know, in our discussion the other day, just that guilt feels so condemning uh, for you. I forget what mm-hmm. word we used. Um, but just, the, oh, at one point you said something about you feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right? I think, yeah, 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 that's the word. Um, yeah. And, you know, that condemnation that, that, you know, well, you feel guilt, therefore you are whatever, an idiot, you're damned, you're, you're evil, as opposed to just going, oh, yeah, wow, I missed on that. And I think as we level up more and more as connection coders, we get better at that so that we are able to process it in 10 seconds that I can miss something. I can miss something with you literally with good intentions, literally with good effort. And I thought I nailed it. And well, no, I just missed the fact that that would actually be a pain experience for you. Well, maybe we could circle back around even for what happens for you. Um, cause, um, like whatever day this happened over the phone, it was a, Oh, I missed it. I wasn't there for you when you needed me to be there. And which what, what was interesting is that I think you, you heard that. I wasn't sure if, if it had, you know, been received as needed. Mm. So then I was going to change my plans and come home early and you were like, please don't like that. That wasn't what you needed. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what, you know. And so then I went ahead and stayed uh, where I was. Mm. And then we met for dinner later and had a great time. And then, but then the next morning you revisited it. We did the core motion wheel, an issue specific wheel. It was though the pain had not let itself out of your body. Mm. Like the pain of the miss the day before was still there. And so it wasn't, where is, what was happening for you or where is the miss in that where it's not going where it should in, in just seconds? Well, there wasn't, uh, um, the pain was processed great as far as the, uh, the initial occurrence. What always is my struggle is what happens after uh, in our interaction where um, then it gets complicated and thick. And, you know, I said to you then that I don't know whether you're just acquiescing because we've done that before many, many times. You know, we've had that pattern over the years that you just kind of give up and acquiesce and go, okay, fine, you're right, I'm wrong, which we established. Again, it was vice versa as well, but we did that a lot of times. And then I just get lost and I feel fear that you're not genuinely there. So I just get confused because I'm not sure what's happening for you. Well, I love that we're bringing this up because I don't think our story is unique. Mm. I think that, you know, we've been married 40 years and had many, many years of pain and disconnect and hurt and, Mm. you know, putting it all into one word, it would be called trauma. So now 40 years in, because Tara, what you were just saying is almost like that reminder of Wes really loves you. Mm. And 
do the misses need to feel so big? And does the guilt need to feel so like, instead of, yeah, I feel, you know, whatever, two feet of guilt. No, no, no. You need to feel 30 feet of guilt. Right. And, and I think that there's, I think because of our past, right. It's like the, um, it plays in, it plays into the present. Yeah. And so, and I think that's true for a lot of our listeners where you're like, yeah, but it, it doesn't like, I so believe we both do Tira, you do in the tools of the connection codes, right? Like it's incredible when you're able to just, uh, be able to say, Ooh, I missed it. Uh, you know, I feel guilt that I wasn't there for you. And to know that can both just re- wash through and, and release out. Um, but we all have histories, right? Totally. I, I have a history with Glenn and I would say probably he's the number one person in my life that I have the most history with mm. of pain. And so it, it comes back up and, and, you know, babe, you just said, um, can you repeat that? That when I say I missed it for you, often you're one, you're questioning, or is she just acquiescing? Or is it genuine? Would you say that's about how you experience that? Yeah, yeah, because I, I get lost. I'm just not sure what's happening. Yeah. And because it, of past pain. Mm-hmm. Correct. Past pain and past right. patterns. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't quite know what to do with that. Yeah. You know, because it's like, so it's not really releasing. It's almost like the words don't bring, and even doing the wheel... It's like it didn't it didn't quite I would say get it there for you or for us. Like you you were still wondering and questioning and uh it's like we 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 bring in so much weight of the past mm-hmm. that that one incident gets lost like I think you just even said the words I feel lost in it. Mm. And and I just I again just being able to talk about it so other listeners can go, oh gosh, thank you. That's where mm-hmm. we get to too often with the wheel yeah. where um, it just feels like we're going back in time yeah. and bringing this truckload, like truckload of yeah. stuff to the table at the same time. And um, and yeah, that is, there's a lot of pain for us, especially mm-hmm. when yeah. we bring a truckload because our past is so painful. Right. Yeah, I also had the thought after that is it feels a different weight as well, depending on if your partner can even recognize their own guilt. You know, if you're both Mm. equally processing together, if when you're coming Mm. and you're saying, oh, I have guilt about this, how is it received? Is it a safe space for you to share your guilt over something or your miss. And that is where we take it to the courtroom. And if you've spent 30 years of y'all taking it to the courtroom, Mm. and then now Mm. for people listening, if they're spending this time taking it always to the courtroom, well, you're going to continue to have your guilt weigh hundreds of pounds. Even into the future, once you get on the other side, you're going to be bringing it in as a by the truckload, as you're saying. So it's always going to feel like we're going to court Every single time one of us is missing, mm. if you cannot create safe space for each other, the earlier, the better. Mm. 
And so I think that that is a really, really good point. And I would also be curious if personality types would play a role into how it feels. Because I'm at a point now where the Wes, where when I miss with him over most things, we can miss with each other. He can miss with me again over most things and we can fly through it pretty quickly. But as y'all witnessed earlier, I'm with y'all and we were having a technical issue as you were going to be guests on another person's podcast and the guilt for me that it wasn't working correctly, even though it wasn't my fault, even though I had done everything and it sounded great on our end, it felt like it weighed a hundred pounds. I was cussing because I was just overwhelmed by guilt that there's a woman on the other end and I'm messing things up for her is what it felt like. And so it would be interesting, even in different relationships, how our guilt feels and how we process it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm fascinated. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about a guy who had a very severe um, um, event. He got crushed. His head got crushed by um, some stuff. And just it changed his sensory um, overload. Uh, Mm. So now, even immediately, he gets to take me to the hospital. And everything, every uh, voice, every light was Mm. magnified. Wow. And he um, initially wasn't even able to speak for several days. But then he finally said, would you stop screaming? And, of course, the doctors are like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, what? Who's screaming? Well, for whatever reason, his brain got altered so Mm -hmm. that a regular tone of voice was screaming a whisper was too loud. You know, the lights wow. are these blaring, glaring spotlights. And, of course, they're just regular lights. So yeah. every human is unique and every human experiences things their particular way. So the same would be true with uh, emotional experiences that this individual feels hurt by his partner at this level. And the basically the exact same thing could happen for another couple and that guy didn't even notice. You know, he doesn't pay any attention at all and didn't even notice that it was a quote-unquote hurtful thing. Well, it wasn't a hurtful thing because he didn't experience hurt in it. But this other guy, his friend, did experience hurt uh, just because they're that different. So I think that happens all the time. Again, whether it's guilt, mm-hmm. shame. Uh, you know, I get hit with shame far more than I think. The, we don't have that on this, but I think far more than the average human does. Well, I'm not trying to do that. That's just what happens uh, for me, my son, who he and I are very close, um, he's able to do a lot of things and not feel shame. <laughs> I watch him sometimes. I'm like, wait, you didn't, you didn't get flooded with shame. He's like, what, what? How would shame possibly be connected? I'm like, huh? Okay. Cause if I had done that thing that he did, I would be flooded uh, with shame, but that's just his particular, you know, personality, his wiring, whatever set up. For him, from a tremendous number of ingredients from his past. So just doesn't phase him the same. And so I think that even taking that situation, you know, me with this woman on the mm. other side of the computer, you and your yeah. son, yep. that when you, you both can experience the exact same mm-hmm. thing, yep. mm-hmm. but the emotion is hitting you, not only different emotions mm-hmm. are hitting you, but they're hitting you at different yep. levels. Yep. Yep. And so when Phyllis missed with you the other night or she was trying to connect with you beforehand. And then later the next morning, it came up as the pain. Mm. You were experiencing it at a higher level 
than what she was experiencing it at. And we just did an episode. I want to say it's episode 56 where we talked about the levels of intensity in emotion. And so this is a great time Mm -hmm. for you. If you can put the level on it, when you're conveying to your partner, when you can see, okay, we're about to take this to the courtroom. Mm. which I hope everyone here knows what we mean by when we say that. We we talk about going to the courtroom by saying, you said this, well, no, you said this, and now you're at war with each other. Or you're supposed to do this when you are at odds over mm. a logistic. Right. Mm-hmm. That is taking it to the courtroom. And mm. so when you can feel yourself going into the courtroom, that's when you slow down mm. and ask yourself, well, what's happening for mm. me? Wow. Mm. Yep. And you may be the one experiencing the guilt over the miss, and you may be only at five feet of guilt, Mm. but your partner may be at 50 feet of pain Mm. over that guilt or over the miss. Um, And so if you can convey those things to each other, Mm. or you could be at 50 feet of guilt over something that your partner only feels five feet of pain Mm. about. And so now you're at war over something and the scales are so imbalanced mm-hmm. that you're both going to walk away at odds. Yeah. Nobody wins in the courtroom. Yeah. You can walk away feeling like a winner. Mm-hmm. You got the last word in, so yeah. you felt like you won. Yeah. But you're both going to feel like crap for the rest of yeah. the day. Yeah, and Especially when we realize that the emotions are happening to us. For, for Phyllis and me to be walking along... There's nothing you could do, even if you paid her money, she might lie just for the cash, I don't know, but <laughs> there's nothing that she could do where she would feel pain or fear about stepping on a crack. It's just not in her universe. Doesn't exist, never has, never will. So, and she's not doing that on purpose. She, she didn't have give herself a pep talk that morning and be like, don't feel fear, don't feel fear about stepping on cracks, don't feel pain stepping on cracks. And on the other side of it, Glenn didn't give himself a, a lecture to feel the fear and to feel the pain. That's just what happens. Uh, I think we shared on an episode recently about Phyllis's uh, fear of mice. She just, there's something about it. Just mice are way out there for her. Well, I just don't. Uh, you, you should <laughs> <clears throat> she killed a mouse yesterday. It was <gasps> very impressive. What? Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard the story. Sorry to confess your sins. Um, <laughs> uh, well, was, we're going to have some horrible DMs about this. I, if well, Glenn had, had pulled out his phone and taken a video, it, mm. it would have gone viral because I can't believe you didn't pull out your phone. I guess because you just no. don't ever think of that. He only no. uses your phone to video things exactly, so he can save true. space Thank on you. his. That's true. Yes. But... Do we tell the story now? Is everyone going to tell the story? Go for it. No. So we are, we just were sitting on our back deck. We have a huge, beautiful back deck. And no, tell it accurately. <laughs> now I'm going to tell my version. We'll see if you change it by telling your version. Okay. And Glenn all of a sudden says, uh, oh, there's a mouse on the driveway. I had a broom in my hand because I guess I was cleaning. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it a brand new broom? It was a brand new like broom. Brand, brand new, new broom. That you just literally got yeah, out of the brand package. Brand new broom. Yeah. And I was sweeping off okay. part of the deck. Mm-hmm. And he says, look, there's a mouse. And I look over and it was a mouse. It was a little tiny black mouse. Mm-hmm. Don't, Tira, don't do that. Don't, don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm no. saying there's a mouse. Says, okay, oh, look, there's I, a cute little mouse. I'm sorry, but mm. I... My just something in my brain snaps Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a bigger gray mouse. It was a little tiny black mouse. Mm. So I don't even, I didn't know there were different mount, but, and it, I grab my broom and I go after 
that mouse <clears throat> and I beat the mouse to death with my broom and my broom breaks into multiple by the time I'm done my broom my brand new broom now is is destroyed wow I break the broom in the process <clears throat> and Glenn is just sitting there on the deck dying laughing mm. cannot fathom Which I guess makes me culpable too cannot sure. fathom what I'm like I'm like a a crazy woman mm. going after a little tiny little tiny tiny black mouse mm. outside he has the right to live outside I'm sure you're thinking mm. that that I is would, the rule in our house. My kids are not allowed to kill creatures outside. I was freaking out. <laughs> I have never seen a mouse outside. Mm. And so I was, I There's was just several freaking <laughs> all out. Over the world. Absolutely. All I could envision was that that mouse was going to end up inside mm. in my bed mm. some night. And I was yeah. going to wake up to a mouse eating yeah. me alive. Mm. Yes. Mm. Get that. How did we get on that? <laughs> because your experience with that my mouse experience, was very different. Than I lose my, my mind. I really lose mouse. my mind. I yes. broke a broom. Over that mouse. Yep. Well, I've been encouraging. If you are a follower of our podcast, you've heard that Phyllis has been processing mm. the difficulty of processing anger in her mm. body. And so I have suggested her, like, let's go to a rage room together mm. <laughs> yeah, and beat have. some stuff up. She did. And she did. Mm. You broke a broom. Yeah. Over a mouse. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure wow. that's what you had in mind. Mm. No, but you got the job done. Mm. You to know? work through. Yeah, mm. you got it out of your body. Yep. Wow. It was yes. a crazy moment. And yeah, you wow. should have gotten it on video. Okay. But, yes. but when we start recognizing that the other person's, well, for ourselves as an individual, but that for, and you get better and better at it and you recognize the other person's experience really is. I've never known people just make up. Mm. I don't even know if we're capable of that as humans. The other person really is experiencing what they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And for us to, as we call it, the court case, for you to just hire an attorney and argue it through in front of a judge and jury and go, no, you are not allowed to experience what you experience. You're not mm -hmm. allowed to feel what you feel. Okay, you'll never win relationally with that. You'll never even win in the court case because you can't prove that somebody shouldn't experience what they're experiencing. Uh, but even if they acquiesce, even if they finally just cave and give in to mm. your superior <laughs> argument or whatever, uh, it doesn't change anything. They're still experiencing yeah. it. And that's the power of the ooh, just to be able to be audible with the person and go, oh, wow, hmm, okay, I hear you. That's, well, that, that's very different than what I experienced there, but I hear you. That's what happens for you. You know, I, I think bringing it all the way back around, to what happened for us this week. And even for you saying that, Tira, I think it's super helpful that if he expresses pain, like I think even the when you initially expressed your pain to me, I think that it would have been so helpful if I had asked, so is it 43 feet of pain? Mm, yeah. Because I think that you would have said, no, I don't think it was 43 feet of pain. No. There might have been some fear in that experience for mm -hmm. you, probably yeah. more so than even pain, um, because of the fact that I wasn't home, you had fear that you wouldn't be able to finish the project you had a deadline on. Mm -hmm. And, but then I think my guilt, like, I don't know, probably in, in us humans, it never matches up even mm -hmm. evenly. Right. So then there is something even in that where mm -hmm. I don't think my guilt matched what was happening for him. And then, mm -hmm. You know, the next day when we revisited it by doing an issue-specific wheel over it, I think that probably I am experiencing your pain at a really high mm -hmm. level. And I think my reaction then is, like I repeated, I really missed it. 
feel guilt and shame about that. Mm-hmm. And then you're questioning, are you just saying that so that we'll be done yeah. with this? Or are you really feeling that? Yeah. And so yeah. like even that becomes almost like a miss for us mm. because, and I did, I shared that, that I feel pain in you um, questioning my sincerity or my authenticity in it. Yeah. Except for you, it's just, it is a, a fear experience again, a fear that I'm just acquiescing, you know, because early yeah. in our married life, I do believe I acquiesced a lot mm. just to stop the conflict. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. that was a mechanism I used, but it doesn't change that what you were experiencing was real for you yeah. and you needed to process it again, process yeah. it more. You needed to, cause you were like, it was heavy on you. Like mm. you started off the morning feeling it. So it wasn't mm. that we just got through it super quick. Yeah. So I'm trying to think even from our listeners perspectives, like what they're experiencing at home and the questions that they would even have about the situation. Because I don't think that this is, like you said earlier, an abnormal situation. Mm. Right. And so right. essentially what it feels like or what it seems like, you weren't coming home, so you called to confirm. And then Glenn even said, no, you don't have to come home. You don't need to change your plans. But then the next morning, there was a lot of pain that you didn't come home. And so for our listeners, I think that there would be pain that there's no resolve. Like, should she have just come home the night before um, to help you avoid the pain? And so I'm just trying to think of what questions they would be encountering in their own homes as well of, is it better to just avoid the pain altogether and I'll just come home? Or is it okay to just process it the next day? And how long do you stay in that process? Because I don't want to do something the night before if I feel, which I know she wasn't getting in trouble. That is not at all. But that's the verbiage that we would be using Mm. if I'm just going to be in trouble the next day for doing it. Mm. And so what could have happened differently or is how it played out completely great and a healthy place to be? Well, the I don't know how you change that part because, I mean, the, the majority of it is just trauma response from past struggles, defeats, failures, whatever, in our interaction so that then I don't know. I don't know how you change that instantly. I mean, theoretically, you could say, well, Glenn, you just have to believe that whatever she presents is what she really is experiencing. Well, we can't force beliefs. We can't make Glenn believe that. Uh, I mean, you can yell at me enough and maybe finally I'll be like, okay, okay, I believe, but I really don't. I just got tired of you yelling at me. Um, And we faith-based people are horrible about that. We believe that we're going to force somebody to believe something uh, basically by putting some version of a thumbscrew on them. We just keep tightening it down. Eventually their belief uh, changes, but it really doesn't. They just got tired of the pain. So I don't know how you, I don't think that you can change that instantly or even quickly, but you just keep uh, walking together. And because that has shifted drastically for us over the years, that doesn't mean it's a hundred percent yet, but it has changed drastically, I think. Well, and you know, as far as, like the the whole th- thing was um, one of those where Glenn was thinking I would come home, assuming because it's like you're always here when I do this particular project and you've always been here for this, you know, like so it it was out of character. Like for him, he just 
thought, well, of course she'll be home. And, but there wasn't a clear communication, like even that morning or the day before of like, Hey, uh, so do you think you could be home by four tomorrow or whatever? Like there wasn't a clear expectation communicated. And I had asked the day before, like kind of, you know, we, we do a lot of, Hey, what you got going on tomorrow? Let's look at our calendars. Like we do a whole lot of that. Um, because our life is not a nine to five Monday through Friday life Mm -hmm. where you just know it's like every day looks different in our world. So we talk a lot about our schedules and, um, you know, he knows like on Tuesdays this semester, I go and spend time with our oldest daughter, Echo. So that's been consistent, you know, but that doesn't mean even everybody remembers that. You know, I know you're aware of that, that that's what I do on Tuesdays, but I don't expect everyone to just remember that just because I do that every Tuesday. But it's it's kind of like, I think looking back, to me, it goes back to, we kind of both missed each other in not being really clear of the expectation. Like, and then I also missed by not saying, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay um, through the evening because I'm going to go to our grandson's soccer game, you know? And so there was like, I didn't communicate all the fine details either. And then he didn't communicate like the thought of, hey, you'll be home by four, right? And the fear. He didn't right. communicate the fear. Yeah. Of, of just the different pieces of this project that yeah. he was doing, which could have been done. I could have done my part the day before to have helped all of that. So there was, there were several misses, but when it comes down to, oh my word, it's four o'clock and you're not home, then the fear level probably went pretty high in that moment mm-hmm. when you realized I wasn't going to be home right. at four. And so that's when it kind of started. And so, you know, I think that there are times when the express, like I expressed, wow, I really missed it with you. And I just did like, there's not a, there's no, in a sense explanation, which is part of, you know, I think we so easily can go to all the defense, all the proof why we were doing what we're doing, but we know that never, that just takes you into the courtroom. It's like, okay, I can prove Mm. my actions were noble. (laughs) Mm. And yet you don't ever win in that. You just don't. And so it was just being able to hear his pain in it. And I think you woke up with it again. So because we didn't talk about it over dinner, we had just had fun and had a great dinner. And so then I think it was like, could we just do the wheel? Because he knew he was still just feeling it all. Mm. And so I think that in that, in doing the wheel together, it, it kind of brought it all back up to the surface and then it's like, okay, but I, I do think even in that, I love what you said, because I think if I had said, what is the level? <laughs> it would have helped me to have known is your pain at 43 feet? Is your hurt at 43 feet? Like for me to have understood because I, what would you have said if I would thought to have asked that? Well, I mean, it's really loneliness more than anything just because mm-hmm. this was all on me and we've, you know, for many years, I've always done that project together. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, 43 feet of loneliness or 35, way up there. Okay. So, see, it was pretty high. Yeah. And I don't think I understood that. Yeah. Mm. Like, and so, I totally missed that actually until this very moment. Mm. Because I don't think I understood how high, because that's a pretty high number. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then the fear kicked in because once I realized that um, you weren't going to be there to help me wrap up the project, and so I was like, oh, crap, because I had sessions and I had to, you know, factor all this in to try to make sure I got it done by the Mm. deadline. Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, I think that my, I missed it was probably at a much lower, oh, I know it was, you know, I sure wasn't matching his level of loneliness in it. Right, right. And so in those moments, then you just make space, Mm. you know, just like the ooh, ooing them Mm -hmm. and expressing the guilt, but knowing that, yes, the day before you could have changed and come home, you know, but you didn't. And next time, that's, I love what you said earlier, that guilt then can bring joy because then you can know next time what to do. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that you always have to rearrange every single thing for your partner. That's not the goal. But by the tuning in and hearing the level that your partner is functioning at, Mm. then can help you tune in to say, okay, is this something that I do need to tune into my partner deeper Mm. with? Or can I just help them process that emotion and we can continue on? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's just a really good uh, scale, a a way to determine your equation of what to do next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I'm feeling right this minute. And I think I have shared this with Glenn that sometimes I have now I have fear that I'm going to miss it next time Mm. that there's, you know, a fear of, and and it's interesting, even as I grow older, I don't think it's an age thing. I actually think part of it is that I have a whole lot going on in my life Uh, that like, I think when you live a nine to five Monday through Friday, everything looks the same. It's a little bit, easier than when every single day of your life looks different. Mm, And so I do have fear that I'm going to miss it again. Mm. If the, if we don't have like really better, clear communication of expectations. Yeah. Cause I say yes to a lot of things. Like I would say I run around way more than you do. Like just activity wise, you know, Yeah. like Mm -hmm. Glenn's pretty cute. How often he calls me, he goes, I know, I know you told me, but where are you? <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and just like, there's, that's, you know, life is, we live life kind of differently. He's much mm. more at home, homebody, loves being at home. You know, um, the office is on our property. So like, even with clients, he can be on our property. He's not having to get in a car and drive somewhere. So I think for me, I'm always gone or I'm gone a lot. Mm. And, you know, he I know he knows where I am, but he forgets. And I mean, that's great. He can call me. We have those conveniences now, Mm. but I think I feel fear that I don't, I'm going to miss again. Mm. And I hate missing. Yeah. Which kind of goes back to, I think what you shared earlier, Mm. like I really hate missing. I hate missing. Yeah. It is a pain experience. Yeah. Because I feel like an idiot, which is what, you know, I'd shared with you because I'm like, I'm, I'm super organized and I have, I have this, you know, planner, you and I have the both. I forgot yep. to bring you that too. I got to go home and get Full all this focus stuff. planner, Michael yeah. Hyatt. We yes. love him. <laughs> but we both, Tira and I both have the same planner and it's, I mean, it's down to the detail of, oh, crazy. It's super organized and I'm, that's how I run my life. And so I just, yeah, I hate when I miss things. Yeah, I get that. 
I get that. Mm-hmm. And so before we go into the core emotion wheel, just to like wrap up what we are sharing today is that in relationship, whether it is your work relationship, like what I experienced this morning, mm-hmm. a father son relationship or a marriage relationship, you are going to miss and the other person is going to miss mm-hmm. because you are human. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. And so in those moments of missing, instead of going into the courtroom, ready to defend your honor, defend your actions, or take your partner or the other person to court, mm. stop with the, and share that core emotion and ask what intensity you're experiencing it at. Mm-hmm. When someone is in pain, I would start there and find out what level of pain mm. are you at or lonely or fear. And then you can go from there and process the guilt with the miss yeah. mm-hmm. and move forward. Yeah. And then take the guilt and turn it into joy, knowing that mm. next time you can learn from the experience. Yeah. So I absolutely yeah. love that. And we close every episode by doing our core emotion will. This is our four-minute tool that brings connection mm. in a relationship. This is what Dr. And Glenn and Phyllis did that very next morning when Glenn was feeling disconnected not only with Phyllis, but even within himself mm. at the time. And they were able to sit and do the will and reconnect quickly. Mm. So you want well, to get started? Yeah. You go first. Uh, you go first. Okay. Um, let's see. For me, I uh, felt some fear earlier doing the podcast we did um, with Kate because it's a big deal. And I mm. uh, wanted to make sure that we're yep. on point with that and just conveying mm-hmm. uh you know, and a little fear too with just some messiness from some people that have heard some of our message and been bothered. Mm. Uh, a lot of pain in that. I just feel, and it's mostly just sadness. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, these poor people that are, just seems like, and I know that as we become more and more out there, there's going to be somebody that doesn't like right. us, like what we do, like yeah. our message. But, uh, and, and I'm really thankful that it's not a hurt experience because mm. just a few years ago, this would have been devastating yeah. for me. And it's really just a sad uh, experience mm-hmm. do feel some loneliness in that it's like gracious a lot we, we are trying our hardest mm-hmm. to help humanity help mm-hmm. people yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. just to think wow that's it's it's tough mm-hmm. to be misunderstood which of course yeah. a lot of people uh, experience um tons of joy doing these podcasts it's just crazy mm-hmm. it's so fun just getting to share with people being on other people's podcasts um yeah we're just meeting so many mm-hmm. amazing dynamic people mm-hmm. Just lots and lots of joy mm-hmm. uh, with that. Uh, anger at being misunderstood. It's like, mm-hmm. really? Uh, did, did And the possibility of anger with uh, with me, with ourselves, like, did we miss that badly on that? Mm-hmm. Or did the other person just not get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, we don't can't always answer that question. But yeah. uh, I wish that humans were simpler, that we didn't have mm-hmm. <laughs> so many wow. ingredients that come into play. And, such, and so often a trauma response. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that that happens uh, so often. Um, shame when we when we do miss, whenever we realize, oh, shoot, well, we conveyed that. Uh, and I'm always at microanalyzing, did we, could we have presented that better? And sometimes the answer to that is yes, sometimes the answer is mm-hmm. no. We That's about the best we can uh, do. Yeah. And then guilt, if that, when that happens, that if it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, did, did we end up bringing harm in the process of trying to bring mm-hmm. good? And I do feel fear about that at times that, mm. you know, that there's guilt in that, mm. that maybe we could present it a little bit better, you know, yeah. tweak it, shift it a little bit. Yeah. I think that's eight. Yeah. Pretty close. 
So for me, I definitely feel guilt that I missed it with you mm. um, the first time. And then again, I feel like I missed it with you the next day when you were processing mm. still the pain and that feel just shame that I don't slow us down. Um, I think mm. that would have really helped to have asked like at oh, wow. what point, yeah. you know, what level are you that would have really mm. clued me in better. Um, I sure didn't realize that your loneliness was that high mm. in that experience. Um, feel, um, I think I feel hurt. Well, I do when you question, um, mm. my genuineness or, you know, right. or, when you question whether I'm just acquiescing. So I felt mm. hurt in that. Um, sad, definitely we just have had some really negative comments on our Instagram, mm. and I feel sadness in that. Yeah. Wow. It's like a heavy cloud um, affecting us. Mm. And lonely, um, yeah, at times, you know, being in this, when you put yourself out there, mm you open yourself up to criticism. Yeah. I think if we right. weren't doing any of this mm-hmm. and just minding our own business and <laughs> right. enjoying life, you know, yeah. all would be fine. Right. Yeah. So I feel lonely in, in that, mm. just that part of it. Um, I think, let's see, fear, you know, I do feel fear that because social media is such a strong platform mm. that people can, if they want to set it, set out to destroy you and destroy what you're doing and destroy Mm -hmm. your mission. So yeah, Yeah. uh, definitely feel some fear in that anger. I I think I do. I feel core level anger. Um, just that in that, you know, that people have that, like that's, that's, I'm learning a lot. Like even the word a troll, I didn't know there was a troll. Mm. I didn't even know that expression with social media. Um, Mm. Didn't even know that existed, that people set up troll accounts and mm. just to go after you. And gosh, that just, that feels really, um, yeah, absolutely. yeah feel anger yeah. in that. Uh, joy, yeah. joy this time of year. Oh my, mm-hmm. I, I love being outside. I love the sunshine. I love the mm-hmm. warmth. I love being out with you. Last night was super fun sitting on the mm. deck and mice or no mice. It was super mm-hmm. fun. And um, <laughs> we started our fire in our, our fire pit. And yeah. It was just so fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of joy in that. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you both so much for sharing. And if you are, find yourself stuck in that cycle of going to the courtroom, um, you have definitely heard Glenn and Phyllis's miss and their pain Mm. that they experienced this week, but what they avoided was the courtroom, Yes, which is deeper pain and deeper damage Mm. that then is what's created the cycle of what even happened this week was the years and years of going to the courtroom. So if you are finding yourself constantly there mm-hmm. where you were just he said she said and fighting over the logistic please get on our website and go to connectioncodes.co forward slash podcast there you can not only find our free core motion wheel which is what glenn and phyllis just did but you can get a coupon code for 20 percent off of our foundations course which is our guide to teach you mm-hmm. how to give each other identity how you lose identity and how you can learn to process your emotions so you can live connected long term mm-hmm. and um, thank you again for coming and listening please continue to share our mm-hmm. episodes with your friends yes. And we do all of this. We put ourselves out there and mm. share because. Because yeah, we know that you need this. You deserve this. So, so let's, let's do, do this. this. Let's do this.